What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 381. On this episode, I'm joined by Skinny. Talk about the Patreon merch shop, health issues, peripheral neuropathy, depression, poly relationships, PlayStation Plus, and parenting, plus some other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Skinny. What up? What up? What up? Uh, this may be the quickest one ever, but you know what? I got vacay coming up. A little quick one. Right, right. And so I was like, fuck it. Now? Okay. Melling it in. Uh, first time I'm getting to our Patreons, patreon.com slash podcast mo. That's a website you can go to and give a dollar more a month and get early access to the podcast. You can give enough to be a co-producer like my mother, like Graveyard Entertainment, like itchyourboyh2.com, like Forgotten One and Rico Reds. Uh, supporting us with the Patreon. Right on, right on. And then we also have a merch shop. Shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast and mo. Uh, you can get your fucking t-shirt. We got the snappy shirts. We got the Smoke Oklahoma shirts. Normal podcast shirts. Thought about making a skinny shirt. You know, we might Ooh. do it. See, but who knows? I I don't know if you would buy one of yourself. And I think that was a motivation for making the snappy <laughs> shirt. You know, because I knew he wanted one. So, uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what we do there. If anyone has interest in a skinny shirt, y'all let me know and we'll get it made. Ooh. It wouldn't take nothing. Put in the link down below. Let's get it done. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we might work on it. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to Arkansas in a few days where I think we're just going to go to some art museum or some shit, uh, which there's things we enjoy. Um, right, I might try right. to swim in a pool if a pool exists somewhere. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, maybe if there's a hot tub, mm. a hot tub also sounds cool. Yeah, get that body relaxed. Exactly. That's exactly what I need. Um, which is the first thing on my list is we're, we've all had all these medical issues. What's your recent medical issues? Yeah, well, I got super dehydrated. So I had to get, go to the hospital, get some fucking fluids, give me a drug cocktail for that, like a heat migraine and shit. So yeah, drink plenty of fluids out there. There, I ain't never happened before. It can happen. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was telling you uh, before we started that a few years ago, I had like a weird, almost heat stroke when I was mowing the lawn, and it right. fucking pissed me off because I mow the lawn all the time. Right, like it ain't that's that's Listen, just, it just hit me out of nowhere. You know, that's how I felt. It's like, man, I've been not ragged. I've worked out the heat all the damn time, and then for years, this is bullshit. But, right, hey, it, it, it happened. It didn't happen fast as shit. Like, oh fuck, yeah, it's uh, Mother Nature. You win, okay? <laughs> yeah, they say water is important. I don't drink near enough water I or any of that. Um, I get be getting cramps all the time these days too, and I'm like, I gotta eat more bananas, I guess, or something. Yeah, get the uh, potassium. Yeah, like, I love bananas. It's like the only fruit I really like. So. Me too, man. But now I say, I, I can say I'm getting older now. Get shit's happening different. So yeah, I can see it. Oh yeah, that's definitely <laughs> happened. I was when I last went to the doctor. You know, it was a horrible experience, which I'll get into. Uh, I told her, I, the lady, I was like, oh yeah, now I'm getting older. Like what I eat actually matters. There was years I could just eat like any fast food or whatever. Right. It didn't matter if Taco Bell was the same as anything else. But now it's like, oh, you got to make a choice. Mm-hmm. You're making a choice on some shit food right. if you uh, <laughs> for later. Right, man. It's so different. <laughs> and uh, like 
the wife has cared about things like, well, if she want to eat that, you might get constipated. And like, I've never thought about any of that. Yeah, you know? I just don't think of that. I'm like, uh, why is that going to happen? But now it's like, oh, I guess you got to worry about this stuff. That's uh, um, like my stools are soft. I got more fluids in me. It's oh, I can poop better. This is better. I said, okay, okay, I need this. Right? Start figuring out stuff that's in my body. He's like, okay, it's talking to me. <laughs> what is it saying to me? Uh, speaking of which, my body, I've, I've been fucked up since spring break. So that's middle of March. Uh, I remember I went to powwows and my, the very first thing I thought was my right foot was a little numb and my ring finger that I wore my wedding ring on felt numb, like blood was getting cut off, but I didn't even have it on. And I was like, right. well, that's fucking weird. And, uh, you know, my leg was all weird numb. So I went to the doctor, I've told the story on here before, all they did was do some blood tests. Now, what I'm really pissed about the doctor visit is they're like, well, we got to figure out what it is. And so they just sent me to another place to get a blood test that I now got a bill in the mail. I have to pay to do that. Thought that was part of my doctor visit, but yeah. I guess not. Mm-hmm. And then they also sent me to get x-rays that day, but that place couldn't verify my insurance. So they couldn't guarantee me it wouldn't be $880. And I was like, then I'm not getting one. Like, I don't know what to tell you. It ain't happening. And right. so um, that I, I just did have a good experience with the doctor. I'm right. like, what's the point of the fucking doctor if you just go there for them to go, well, let me send you other places to spend money. And then also you got to give me money to tell you to do that. Like, it just <laughs> seems so fucking stupid. But yeah. I was like, you know, I'm sure it'll get better. I thought it was a pinched nerve, really, that mm-hmm. was causing my... Because uh, at that time, it was just my right leg started going numb. And then my hands, all my limbs were like a little numb. But my yeah, right leg bro. more than than <laughs> the others. Funny. But like a year ago, I fell off my ladder hanging up my antenna. And I landed right on my right leg. And it didn't hurt at all. But I felt this weird shockwave through my whole body. And I came in and told Kubi about it. And was like, I just fell from 10 foot, landed on one foot. And somehow I'm good. And that was weird. But I think it was like this weird delayed thing. I don't know. Right. And uh, this is where it caught up with me. <laughs> so anyway, I've come across what I'm almost, I'm like 95% sure what I have going on. Right. Because the doctor didn't really do much for me. They, the blood test came back. I was short on vitamin D by like a lot. Like if it was, I'm trying to remember. It's hard to remember now, but it was like, if it went to like a thousand mm-hmm. and you're normally like 300 and above is good. Mine was like a 20. Right. Out of like a thousand. And it was like, holy shit. So my vitamin D was really bad. And then my vitamin B was like almost off the scale bad, but it was like barely on there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then vitamin B is actually what like helps your nervous system. So mm-hmm. I expected that one to be low, but, and it was, but everything else is good. I don't have diabetes. Cause that's what they always think. And then I smoked for years. So like, Oh, your little blood oxygen things gonna be bad, but mine's mm-hmm. always good. And uh, they always look at me like, how are you so healthy? Cause look at you. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm understand. <laughs> and so, um, <laughs> Anyway, I have, I believe, it is called peripheral neuropathy. Now, this is what people who are diabetic get. So, like, you know when you hear about people getting diabetic Mm -hmm. and they can't feel their hands and feet? Yeah. That's what this is. But there's other ways it can happen. It causes from cancer, like it's some fucking side effect to cancer, which I don't Mm -hmm. think I have. And, uh, you know, like I said, diabetes and shit like that. But uh, you can also get it through um, accidents. Oh, shit. Through nerve damage, uh, Mm -hmm. through an accident, and through low vitamin B levels. Is also on the list. I'm like, well, hey, I have a feeling this is what I have. And then so I started reading the symptoms and the symptoms are pain, which may be there all the time or come and go. And mine's, you know, mine's not really pain. Mine, I've told you before, it feels like when you stretch Mm -hmm. at the end of that stretch, that little like kind of good feeling. Mm -hmm. It kind of just feels like that all the time. And after a while, you're like, this is annoying and I'm fucking over it, you know. (laughs) Um, And that's what they call a something called tingling, which is pins and needles feeling Um, burning, which I all the time just parts of my leg and back feel like it's burning or cold. One of the two. 
um, loss of filling, trouble using your fingers to pick up or hold things. So this has actually become an issue is it feels like I have carpal tunnel in the three end fingers, right? My end. My index and thumb are normally all right, but the other three, like I'm just dropping shit. I can't carry things at work. And I'm like, God damn it. Hopefully no one notices that I'm can't fucking use my hands because I do little bitty shit. Like I use little bitty tools on computers mm-hmm. and shit. So it's uh, definitely become a thing. So um, also muscle weakness, shrinking muscles, um, the blood pressure changes. I don't think I've had that. And then decreased reflexes, which I agree. Now I walk around here like fucking Frankenstein. It's like my coordination's off. Like whatever I have, I used to walk. It's like my body can't do it. And it's Mm. like, I have to actually think how I move my body. So, um, I don't know the treatments. It says steroids. I don't know if I need to go to the doctor for these steroids or for the street steroids, but I'm guessing the doctor steroids. Um, and then antidepressants, which is a weird one. And then of course, vitamin B, opioids is on the list so i might do opioids you know if we get some on the street and uh anti-seizure medicines can help Mm. so and then the ways you can treat it electric nerve stimulation so i've been going to chiropractor the last two weeks and getting that fucking tens unit on my back and it's been feeling pretty good so i think that's the type of shit i gotta do i might get you a tens unit right home then (laughs) i might need to and then uh you know all kinds of shit Uh, yeah i probably need to get massages and all this shit. But mm-hmm. some people have it forever and you never lose it. And then some people, it does eventually go away. So I'm hoping I'm in the eventually goes away if I get my vitamin B. I mean, I've been taking the fucking pills for like <clears throat> two months. Right on. Um, and then I guess eggs have vitamin B. So I'm going to just increase my egg intakes. I love eggs and uh, see where I'm at. But that at least gives me some idea of what my actual issue is because mm-hmm. it's been harder to describe to people um, what the fuck's going on. Well, that wraps it up right there. Like, okay, so there you go. Makes sense. But I'm no doctor. And so I understand people that go to Google <clears throat> and to diagnose themselves uh, are probably the most annoying people to doctors. But I'm like, like, I'm like, Paul, honestly, more than 95% sure. <laughs> I mean, it seems exactly like what my issue is. Right. So, um, good shit. Good shit right there, man. Good shit, I say. Dr. Uh, Mo. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what else we got here. Um, we did record a music podcast with my next album we done that a little while ago it's i thought about putting that out instead of us recording this but then i thought it felt too early Mm -hmm. you know the album doesn't come out till august and so i don't know exactly when i'm putting that out but it exists god damn it and uh i to my knowledge and my memory it was a decent time great time you know we had a good time listening to the music um one thing i do have on my list because i know it's hard to talk about like depression with a lot of people, but I think me and you are pretty openish with it right. out of at least most of my friends. Cause I don't really talk about anybody. I just talk about all my music for the most part. Right. Um, and when you try to talk about it with people uh, like your spouse, they'll be like, am I doing it? And you're like, no, yeah. you know, or whatever. So it's like, kind of makes it hard to, right. to like, a- like approach it um, yeah. with that. But I remember you told us, or you might've been told on this podcast where like, you were really depressed and suicidal one time. And then you came over and hung out with me and powwow. And mm-hmm. we had no, I fu- no idea. And I think yeah. it's just still a crazy, uh, idea that i was like oh i probably was just being a douchebag or whatever oh, that like yeah, you know, it's always been that way like even like after like, like that last time i was like i didn't shoot myself man i came over and you're like no i would never know that and he's got his time the first time i got a smoke <laughs> with you in the in the like like shad and sean was over there right so i remember that like no i knew that shit because i never sat there and just i had open and talked about stuff like that but now it just flows out and just hey it just happens that way sometimes just it is what it is a small tangent but <laughs> i remember pretty early on when you were smoking you came over one time 
thing I was being power. I feel like when we were over at the apartments on Hope and 10th. Okay. And you had looked like you got a fight and your whole forehead was all swollen as fuck. And you look like a totally different person. And you didn't bring it up, and we didn't bring it up. No, I was shit to never know. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like what's going and after that? you left, I was like, you think you got a fight? And I was like, or a car crash? And I was like, I don't know. It's a fuck. But yeah. I don't know. It was my the time when Tony had picked, like, it was fucking wild times back then when I, when I came back. I was just fucking out of control. Right. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, it was a definitely wild times. But yeah, depression. But, like, but y'all are like my counselor, like my service, like, okay, boom, send this shit with y'all. Right, which isn't good. Which, I mean, I guess I would always say I'm pretty decent at giving tips and advice to friends. Way better than I'm at taking my own advice, right. you know. But I'm pretty good at, like, looking at scenarios. Um, So, I, and I did that a lot in college thinking about it too in the fraternity mm-hmm. like people would come over with their bullshit problems and i'd be like here's what i do bro let me tell you oh, and then yeah. people like cared but it's like so stupid with y'all like you cared like you did your thing so y'all got your shit but you always had you always kept your shit together and like y'all are stable motherfuckers and shit that is though. true I, i'll never forget that's, that's the one thing you always had that stability and everything y'all's uh your cousin one of my favorite <laughs> he was like yeah bro but you like always pay your rent and i was like yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> what <laughs> like he said it like it was just like you're a good human being because you pay i'm like every that's what you do bro what are you right. talking about <laughs> like it was just so funny to me i was like oh we're in different um yeah we just parts of our life <laughs> yeah um which he's about to have a kid so hopefully that's yeah. all everything's all good in his neighborhood uh, right. but yeah being depressed i think is a definitely a weird thing um you know i never I always want to talk about it when i am depressed mm-hmm. like in real life i'm like i'll bring this up on the podcast but i never do because no. i'm just i'm of a thorough believer that you don't bring it up when you're depressed like i think if you're truly depressed you don't go to twitter yeah and tweet like I'm really having a hard time today, guys. I know. I hate people that sit there I just and don't, whine about shit. And maybe I'm my own way. You know, maybe I have this own, like, certain type. But, like, that's just not... I don't know. Yeah, I need my prayer warriors. Help me. I need your prayers. <laughs> yeah. No, you get on. You, you, no. And then also, I think there are people that have never experienced it. And then they're like, hey, man, you just got to think positive. And you're like, shut the fuck up. Like, they don't even have nothing about right. it. Yeah, they shut about it. And then even to like, and this is probably the most dark, twisted thing, so I don't ever really talk about this, but I will on this podcast right now, is I literally daydream about like ways I would kill myself. Right. All the time. Like, if people really knew, they would be like, what's wrong with you? But I'll just be driving down the road and I'll be like... Especially driving. And I'll be like, and if I owned a handgun, I would just put it under my chin and shoot myself. And then I'll go, what the fuck was that? And then I'll like... I'll have yeah. to like tell myself like no, no right. that's stupid. <laughs> yeah I don't understand that shit but I don't like, know why but that is something that happens so like and that's even not even being depressed just like normal yeah, so when yeah. I am depressed it's like when those things get mix you know you start yeah. feeling like this isn't good mm-hmm. but uh, it's and like fucking when I was like in psychedelics increase that shit too I have my happy place and I look over in that dark spot it'd be really dark over there I was like god damn but yeah right I do feel like um psychedelics up because i would say the first time i remember being kind of having a depressive episode that i you know you don't think about it as that at the time yeah i always think back to freshman year because i was drawing these fucked up pictures and my english teacher like told my mom like he's drawing fucked up pictures and you need to get him help and but before that in sixth grade i remember and so i think it's probably all football i bet i got like some concussion early mm-hmm. on i didn't know about it. it really fucked me up um but in sixth grade we would go to recess and everyone would go do their shit. And I normally would have played football or basketball or done whatever. But I was like, I want to go stand on whatever no one else is using alone. 
And I just sat there quietly and like moped. And I remember feeling just sad. And I was like, I just want this day to be over. I was just so over. Also, in my hometown, you went kindergarten to sixth grade was in one building. So you were like the oldest possible route. And I was just over it. And I was like, I'm just done. And then like people would come try to bother me and be like, what are you doing standing by yourself? You just want attention? And I'm like, what? No, get the fuck away. Like I got all weird, right? In sixth grade. But then I was cool, I think, in seventh grade. But then in ninth (laughs) grade, um, by then I got all weird because I was drawing pictures because I enjoy drawing. And my mom took me to a psychologist lady and I went into a room, told her all about this shit. And then she, like many people in my life were like, hey, I knew a fat kid like you when I was young and he's real (laughs) successful now and he's married to a beautiful woman. And I remember thinking like, what the fuck does your fat friend have to do with my life? I mean, I will never forget it. Right. Right. And then my mom came back in at the end and she told my mom he needs to live in a bigger town. He just doesn't have any friends like him in the town y'all live in. And then my mom was like, well, that's this lady's a fucking moron. And I never went back. Like that was pretty much how that went. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so after that i think i kind of just you know kept kept right. on keeping on you know yeah, i'm on the radar with the shit and then uh you know then you get i got to college and i went by myself and now I, I wasn't the plan originally my best friend that i always talk about this thing named jonathan the student uh high school i really liked um he's i think bipolar and he's kind of went crazy now in life but um he was going to come to college with me. And then our friend do was going to come to college, but do his girlfriend was still in high school. So he didn't want to move, be that far away. So he stayed. And then the night before Jonathan was like, bro, I'm selling meth. I'm not going to college. And he just didn't come. And the reason I'm not saying the reason I got arrested, but I got arrested in college very early on because my sweet mates where Jonathan's room would have been called the cops on me <laughs> for smoking weed in my own fucking room. And so when I was at work, these dudes got arrested in my room for smoking pot. And then I get off work and the cops are waiting for me and they're like, we'll be back in the morning. And then I have to call my mom and be like, hey, I'm a big fucking pothead stoner and I'm going to jail in the morning. And then like from that moment on, my whole life changed because it was like, I was never free. Like there was always this like mm-hmm. fucking weight of like, I've disappointed <laughs> everyone. And then I have to pay all this money to the fucking state because I just wanted to smoke some fucking pot. And, uh, you know, it really affected me. I feel like it made me very cynical and very angry at the world. Yeah. Um, but through doing mushrooms, mm-hmm. then acid once, only once, you know, um, but I think mushrooms, I had a, a more profound time on really. Yeah, and they're, more, they're natural. <laughs> and you, come out of it like seeing the world at least me of being like the world's fucking stupid Mm -hmm. and you gotta quit it's the golden rule but reverse right Right. don't instead of like being nice to everyone because you want to be nice to you guess what ain't no one fucking nice to you so fuck them and you'll find a few people that are cool but fuck most of them you know like I had this different outtake eventually after that so I came out of it quit doing drugs but i think uh once i was done with the drugs i came out definitely an old grumpy man <laughs> and that's how i dealt with my depression shoot that's why i always say i live in my world i live in the outside world i live in this world that's where i keep my happiness at and shit right and i will say um there's one video game this is super random and i don't even know if people can find it I, it was on the vita that i played the playstation vita and i think it was called actual daylight and it's just like a text game right you play this little shitty uh, cart you know character or whatever but it's about this dude's depression. It was basically like just a story. And it was the most spot on. Like, I was like crying playing the game. I'm never like that. I don't cry watching movies. But I was like, this dude's depression is exactly like my depression. Like, yeah. it's like he was in my fucking head. And then I think playing through something like that, you also realize like, what's well, not that big of a deal. Or when I got back into recording rap music about six years ago, because it came on Facebook memories. Um, 
I'm one of the first things I did was make a song about me wanting to kill myself. And I put on SoundCloud. I mean, hardly it got like 12 lessons around. Right? No one listened to this before. Like any of y'all gave a fuck um, that might be listening to this podcast. <laughs> and my wife heard it and was like, do I need to be worried? You know, like it was like a very rare, serious conversation about it. And I said, I mean, I think no. And since I recorded that song, it lost a lot of the weight. Uh-huh. You know, like getting it out there, yeah, it, out. it like gets it off your chest and then you see how dumb it is too. Right. And if a lot of people hear my songs, I'll say some shit like I'm a fucking idiot for rapping about suicide. Like, like I'm calling myself out on how stupid I am right. for being depressed when my life's pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know, like I'm, hindsight, I'm aware so, of it, you yeah. know, um, but it is what it is, you know, and I do think <clears throat> Snappy, uh, you know, I don't want to speak for him, but he's had some family members that have committed suicide uh, when we first right. started this podcast. And I remember him being like, I just don't get it. And I didn't want to get into it because, you know, it did right. just happened. And I was like, I totally fucking get uh, it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't like it. When someone says someone committed suicide, I don't at all. Right. I can relate to that shit. Yeah. And for me, and this is all fact, this podcast, my dog, my wife, any connection you have to the world is like less likely you would probably do something. Mm-hmm. And also, they say the more you talk about it, the less likely you'll right. do it statistically. So, so it's like always better to talk about it. But like, you know, like if my I can't even imagine like killing myself and then my dog not seeing me again. My, my dog will be so sad. Yeah. You know, like you just yeah you think of shit like that or you're like, oh, you, I can't do that to the whoever is left behind. You know, like yeah. My parents are still alive. How would they think? You know, yeah. you think about that you're shit. Like one of my counselors say like, who would find you and stuff? Like, oh, yeah. Think, like, you have like, kids like, and shit. Like, oh, shit. That's like, <laughs> they made me think of other ways to do it. <laughs> like, man, that's how the other shit start firing off. But but that, that is put in perspective though thinking about killing yourself though then like okay you got this got that and it, it changes shit but I, I do think i've thought about it way too much throughout my life i even remember when i was a young kid my grandmother my mom's mom uh you know i was like at their house all the time right you know and stuff so her parents her mom killed herself like hung herself because she went crazy and thought she was left to know that she was going to meet God and then hung herself. Like she got so religious that she like killed herself to go to heaven quicker. And that's what, once I learned that I was like, and y'all are still religious. What? Like, it just, right. I don't know. Like it was that, yeah. that was probably the start of like, started to crack some shit. Right. And right. I remember we were watching the Virgin suicides or I, we weren't, I was watching the Virgin suicides on the movie channel or whatever. <laughs> and my grandma happened to be at our house, which was very, very rare. And I saw the Kirsten Dunst. Someone jumps off the house and lands mm-hmm. on a fence and the spikes go through her body oh, yeah. and she kills herself. Right? And I went, that's cool. And my grandma was like, suicide is not cool. And that's like the day <laughs> I learned that one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. So maybe it does run in my family. You know, like maybe there is something, right, you know, in there, whatever. In but um, anyway, that's a real depressing topic for everybody. Right. <laughs> um, but enlightening, though. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I think for people that do d- battle depression, I mean, I didn't go too deep into it, obviously, but y'all right. would get it. And then people that don't, um, it's a inside into yeah, you people look that do. In, the, in the world, right? <laughs> see what's going on in there? That's the way I see it. Um, all right, fun stuff we got. Um, poly stuff. Poly shit's taking over mm, the world, so I want to bring it up. Um, <laughs> People that don't know these poly relationships, it really mm-hmm. started, I think, with the Sister Wife show on TLC about 15 <laughs> years ago, and it's slowly blossomed into what it is. There's a new show, not new, I think it's like five years old now, called Seeking Sister Wives, yeah, which are like people wanting <laughs> to get into this. And uh, I don't know, it seemed to hit this crescendo, right? This like 
uh, moment where people are like, hey, this is a might be a normal thing. <laughs> now, I've said forever. I mean, even when I was religious, you know, younger, it never made sense to me why it would be illegal. It, the only reason it's illegal is because people are jealous or they're scared that they won't be able that they will have none because someone else has to. That's all. That's my thought. Um, <laughs> he got more than me. <laughs> exactly. Now, I mentioned on. I think it was last week about this Mormon fundamentalist documentary on Netflix called keep sweet, pray and obey about this group where they think they have to have three wives to get into heaven. And some guys have like 20 plus wives and it's fucking weird. And they don't even teach the girls about sex. So it's not even like you got a harem of badass bitches. You got like all these adult children, women. I don't know. I don't get it. So, um, anyway, this shit gets brought up a lot in my house. Now, I think could be scared that I'm like trying to be into this, but I'm not. I'm just really fascinated by it. Like not for my own sake. I'm just like, imagine this world, you know? And um, <laughs> so we, yeah. for instance, had the funny hot discussion of like, well, if we had to bring in a third because financially, you know, like the fucking way the world's going, it might be three oh. people to pay the bills. That mm. might be the way the world's going. And I th- we've come to the decision in which I'm grateful for. I didn't even push it. She was like, it couldn't be another guy. It had to be a girl. And I was like, sweet. <laughs> and she was like, I ain't trying to deal with two dudes. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then she was like, and really, it would just be your girlfriend. So you would just have a girlfriend. I was like, this is going pretty well in our hypothetical situation. <laughs> That's a great hypothetical. <laughs> I didn't expect it. I'm going to be real honest. That one, it all caught me out of off guard. And I went, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, nothing new for me to say here. And then I was like, got any coworkers? I mean, y'all make pretty good money. And we get two of y'all. I'll quit. I'll be a house husband. Take care of the house. You know, yeah, so. you cook, man, too. <laughs> that's uh, what I'm angling for in this future where we don't have enough money, you know, because of inflation. So I'll be thank you, Biden. But now I do think some people would be, I mean, financially, probably better with two men. And a woman, you know, because you can make more money as a man, typically, you know, those type of jobs. So that might be better if the woman's up for it and the men are down with it. You know, like I do think this younger generation and some in ours, you know, there's like the tip drill video. Right. And there's like ain't no fun unless we all get some. Mm -hmm. Now, I've never been the person that's been in a relationship and then been like all the homies are cool, too. Right. But it is a thing that some rappers um, (laughs) praise and they and some dudes are into that. They think that's something really cool that their woman can do that. And they got them. And I'm more power to you. I ain't fucking shaming your kings. (laughs) But um, I think there'd be some of those scenarios. You know, you just got to be scared that you're not. I would assume if there were like two guys and a girl, the jealousy would just run rampant, you know, Mm. and the sex having like. But you're seeing him more often than me or whatever. I just feel like it would be. Uh, <laughs> so that's probably why most of these religions, it's always multiple women to the guys. And then they just kick out the young dudes because. Yeah, get your little young stuff out of here. Yeah, they want the, the young ladies. So anyway, y'all y'all let us know out there what your perfect poly situation would be. And how many wives, how many wives could you have, Skinny, in this scenario? Or not, why, you know, your harem of women. Well, See, I don't think women. I could do more than two. I've I've been pretty up for it. I think I could do two. I, I think outside of that, I don't know if I, I, I could. I've had my balancing act doing my thing. Right, I mean, you might be able to do four or five, you know. Yeah, Nick sure. Cannon is showing that the African male is... Uh, I can see that. It's like, too, I've been acting wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember watching season one of Sister Wives when it first came out, and I respected the guy kind of in a way, right? I was like, hey, he has a schedule, and he spends time with all of his families equally, mm-hmm. and they have their schedule or whatever, but what you see behind the surface is it's like, 
a lot of tax scam shit and a lot of like taking advantage of welfare because they're technically two or single mm-hmm. mothers. And, you know, like shit. if you're not really taking care of them, then I don't I know if you can really kids do it. Playing games like playing favors like, oh, did what she said this, though. I can see them doing that shit. Too. Well, and that's on Sister Wise. <laughs> what happened, if I remember correctly, was he had three originally. Maybe two, but I think it was three. He had three and it they worked. One of them was like a business lady. She went out and worked. You know, she didn't really care about the home. She one was all at home and then one was like part-time. Then he worked. But then he got a fourth. And that fourth one started being like, I want to be treated special. And then it like brought down the whole shit, you know. And by the end, I don't think it was working out that well. But also like in this religion, and you know, I I could never date or be married to someone who was very religious. But I do see the benefit if you're the type of guy that's like, I just want them to listen to me because they'll be like, I got to do what he says. God said so. God said, listen to your husband. And they're like, listen, you know, you're supposed to obey your husband. And they're like, I got to do what he says. Like, I get how like the men are like, this is pretty cool. I get it. But I've never. I don't think I could be attracted to a woman who thought that. Yeah, this is a handle thoughts for yourself. Like, what? yeah, I'm gonna need someone to yell at me sometimes. You know. Oh shit! Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Everyone, not a lot, just a little bit. Um, just a little bit. And then my last thing I have on my list here is I've gotten <laughs> PlayStation Plus, uh, extra premium, whatever I've mentioned in a couple episodes back, and uh, it's a new thing through PlayStation where you get access to like Netflix top shit for games, like all these games you get to play and download. But they have this shit for your PC where if you connect the PlayStation Four controller to your PC, you can stream this catalog of games on your PC. So I am went to eBay and bought a used controller because I will have a PS5 controller. So this is fucking horse shit that has to be a PS4 <laughs> controller. And um, I'm going to take it to work and I'm going to play games all day at work. And that's my dream. So my yeah, vacation yeah. for now, but when I get back, we're going to see how that dream happens. <laughs> Banging the games out. So if anyone else didn't know about that, if you got a PC with good internet connection, you can just stream it to your PC with that premium PlayStation Plus. There you have it. Little little info. <laughs> All right, man. You got anything uh, happen in your world? I know you got like like probably baseball or gymnastics or like some shit. other crazy uh, dad shit. To, oh, we've got gymnastics. Got Ninja Warrior. Oh, that's you know, that's fun. Yeah, that's Emma. She loves that Ninja Warrior shit. I mean, I, every time I watch it on um, TV or whatever. It just makes me miss the old Japanese shit. You know, the ones with oh, the overdubs that were yeah, funny and shit. Yeah, yeah, those were and they weren't real. Because <laughs> the new ones, yes, these guys are great. They make it all the way to the end, but it's all cheesy, corny, like he was picked on when he was in elementary school, but through all the hard work and training, he is now the ninja warrior. And he's like fucking yoked. And you're like, shut the fuck. Fuck this guy. I don't know. <laughs> I preferred it when it was like the chubby Asians getting That's pushed off shit. Right there. She's a chubby Asian. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah your uh daughter Emma has like what i call the sleepy eyes and i brought her up to i saw her name on a thing when i was in one of the elementary schools right and then i was like oh yes and then the teacher was like she's like cute ass i was like mm-hmm. yep she gets she's, away with shit all the time <laughs> i could see it i could see it cussing like she's using the right phrase but it's like but it's, it's just it's, it's so cute no it's not <laughs> Well, you know, those yeah. darn kids. And then, yeah, uh, yeah your son was really into baseball. Are they not doing it this year? Yeah, he's, not in, he's done with baseball. I think it's more because it was more about parents and shit. He got more into the parents and see all the bullshit, all the teams he has kept switching to and shit. So he got done with that. So he's just mm, football and uh, basketball right now. What's he play in football? Um, he there was a defensive end. <laughs> 
Well, that won't last. Mm-hmm. Now you know what him be telling us to be a defense to them. <laughs> they kind of have to move them aside. Uh, but now, like, I don't know now where you're going to be playing at, <clears throat> right? Since he's now, since they're little kids that got, well, he's sixth grade now, since, so now they'll see where the, all the older kids are gone. Now the little fifth graders move up. Right. Well, it'll be, that'll be fun. I could see him being a fullback, you know? Yeah. I, I said, I always said, God, his mama's body built. My yeah. speed. I say, like, hell yeah. He blowing, he blowing. He's a bowling ball through that bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, in our, in our day, he played fullback. I don't even know if they do those formations I anymore. know, man, but bring that shit back. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, my golf thought was great. When I, I was in high school, people fucking was... loved my game. It was a racial thing probably, but it was still pretty cool. No, I know. He's a big thing. <laughs> Um. All right, man. Well, I think that'll be enough. We had a music episode come out uh, last week. Y'all should go listen to that one. I thought oh, that one's pretty good too. And we'll have to record more, of course, uh, mm-hmm. before the shit's over. But we're here till September. Here till so September. you wake me up when September ends, is what I say. Ooh. And we'll have a very green day. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Peace. Peace.
makes me 